dollar surge continues. Uranium is hot. Lithium is hot. Europe wants to lock you up for trying to stay cool and then try to lock you up for trying to stay warm. California's got rolling blackouts. And is hot. And is hot. There's a lot of stuff to get into. We're going to get into Steve Bannon and Trump's criminal organization. I am Gerardo Del Real along with Mr. Nick Hodge. This is Therapy Session, otherwise known as Bizarro World, number 185. Mr. Hodge, how goes you? We've been doing 185 of these. You believe that? That's crazy, right? I mean, you think about we do it uh, once a week. We're going on the better part of uh, four years or something like that, right? So... Um, it's good. Like you say, it's good therapy. It's a good way to get our thoughts out there, a good way for subscribers to maybe get us, get to know us a bit, either existing ones or, uh, potential ones, which we obviously love. And, um, we get to share our, our thoughts and sentiments on the market and, and, um, only be accountable to the people who comment, I guess. No, I, I love it. Look, and on that note, I think it's, um, a couple of things. One, it's important to highlight, um, the positive, because we often get on here and we call it a therapy session, and it is, um, but it's easier, easier sometimes to focus on some of the challenging situations going on around the world or, or some of the negative comments that, you know, sometimes get thrown everybody's way. So there were, there were two listeners that took the time to write in, and so I just wanted to shout them out. Um, Michelle um, wrote in and had a wonderful, wonderful email. I'm going to actually read the whole thing because it was so useful. We talked about monkeypox last week and we talked about children and we talked about how, you know, initially this was being kind of presented as mostly exclusive to the gay community. And so she wrote in, she was a first time listener. And if you, you'll bear with me for a second, folks, I'm going to read this here, but she says, first time I listened to Bizarro today and I loved it. I appreciated the shout out to the first elective native Alaskan for winning the election. I too laugh. Well, I, I won't read that part there, but um, this is the part that was very informative. Monkeypox is not a gay disease. It does require fairly close contact, but not necessarily sexual. It's spread by contact with sores or any bodily fluids, kissing, possibly sneezing, not known yet to be transferred via air. Children will get it without being without it being by sexual contact women will get it as well smallpox was the other other disease that you were talking about they stopped giving the smallpox vaccine in 1972 it's unknown how much protection the smallpox vaccine will offer but um i'm still quite worried about let me see bear with me one second it's we don't have to worry about monkeypox as an epi epidemic yet, but I am still quite worried about other and possibly wor worsening COVID variants never leaving us alone or even an Ebola-type pandemic coming in the future. I'm a nurse, and I used to be on a committee that trained a large group of medical personnel for such disease disasters. We were called the BCU, Biocontainment Unit, here in Galveston. I explain this because I'm sure that experience causes a subjectively skewed opinion about such matters, but this is my opinion. I doubt either of you are old enough, this was funny, <laughs> to have received that smallpox vaccine. So stay healthy and take care of yourselves. If you're ever offered a monkeypox vaccine, I would take it though. They have spread the supply of manufactured doses out by simply changing how it is injected. It used to be given, uh, da -da 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 -da, we'll skip that part. Monkeypox is a vaccine that you can even receive after exposure, days four to 14, and it helps you get rid of it faster. If received before day four after known exposure, it can prevent the disease altogether. Everything you ever wanted to know about monkeypox. Thanks for the enjoyable show and reading this critique and public service message. I thought it was thoughtful. I appreciate 
um, the the information. I th I thought, look, you know, I know it's uh, not widespread, but I thought the information was important to pass along. And anytime I get something that is as intelligent and well thought out as that, I, I it deserves a shout out. And then the other person I want to shout out is Les, who commented on the YouTube channel. And you know, I I, I thought it neat because often in our space nip women aren't your typical speculator or investor, right? We go to conferences and let's be very blunt, 90% are white males, right? And, and, and tend to be older white males. So anytime uh, we get women that are speculating or investing or, or educating, it's important to highlight them and shout them out. So shout out to Les, shout out to Michelle. Thank you for your time and thank you for listening, y'all. Well, women, I think we know are, are oftentimes better investors than men because uh, they're more level-headed and uh, the studies at least have shown uh, when investing in broad-based equities that they don't make as many moves and so um, don't try to time as much and, and, and oftentimes outperform. And, you know, I obviously see the names that come through on the billing and I was just actually at the post office sending out some books that we had sold over the past month and uh, plenty of female names on there as well. So uh, more ladies getting into the investment space is great. More ladies managing their own and their household's money, uh, which is great. And yeah, we welcome them all. And it's good to know that um, we're not just speaking into the ether. Absolutely. No, no, no. Couldn't agree more. Um, let's get right into it. Gold bounced right off that 1680 support that we said was so important for it to, to bounce off of and, and has rallied pretty well in spite of a dollar index that's flirting with 110 again, right? And so I think for gold to be above 1700 and hold that 1680 support with Thin that backdrop of a hundred and ten dollar index. I, I I find that to be extremely bullish. Any thoughts on that, Nick? I think there's a lot of quality to be had in the gold space, including gold itself. Um, uh, you mentioned in the face of the dollar rising, it's also been in the face of um, you know uh, rates continuing to rise, which is typically bad for gold. And so you know I'm sticking with my mantra that that rates are zenith thing, right? They've the 10 year at least has crested the the 3% mark but um every time it gets like there or just above it wants to shy away and, and i continue to say that uh this economic slowdown that we're going to face and going to continue to face for a couple more quarters um is going to mean that bond yields aren't going to be able to go up as high as some people might think and so um you know i think gold sort of sniffs that out a little bit it's it's one of the reasons gold has not gone down as much as as other asset classes and i continue to think that gold is going to be a great investment over the next 12 months you know i can't tell you exactly when i'm not sure anyone can but uh, the environment is right for it and when you look at the equities and including the, the big names. I mean, there's a lot of value there. You've got the Dumonts and the Barracks of the world that have taken it on the chin and, and, and are yielding some, some pretty good dividends. And then uh, there's some smaller names that have a lot to offer um, that are coming up on catalysts and that are starting to release news, right? We talked last week about how we were coming into September um, and now we're officially into September and, and, and already there's been a flurry of, of news releases and um, some more will be coming in the form of whatever it is, economic studies and, and drill results. And so um, it's no secret that, that we've been pounding the table for a week or so on this gold event that we held actually today, you know, before we record this. And the response has been great. So uh, the investor appetite is is there for gold stocks, I, I think, as well. And um, shameless plug, of course, you know, we'll, we'll put a link up to that and make sure you continue to see that with, uh, which is about, you know, a gold discovery, a gold deposit, a project that could grow into 
potentially one of the biggest in the U.S. It's already got several uh, million ounces and uh, upcoming uh, results could, could show some more high grade there. So um, that's a pretty long-winded answer, but uh, I think gold is, is, is a decent place to be as a hedge and um, as a long-term place to put capital alongside the dollar and alongside rates as we get into um, a declining stock market, right? I mean, you've got the, I'll get right into the broad market, I guess. You know, the VIX is, is starting to elevate once again, right? I, mm. I think it's going to be a pretty choppy September. And um, September is historically a bad market for a bad month for the stock market. So um, a lot of headwinds for, for equities globally. And, and, and gold is a pretty good hedge for that typically. No, look, and I'll say this shameless plug on, you know, America's next biggest gold mine, right? It has all of the boxes checked that I like to see. It's got a terrific management team. It's in a phenomenal jurisdiction. It's got top-notch infrastructure. I mean, all of it, the power, the workforce, um, you name it, it has it. It's got a robust resource base already there. This isn't an exploration play. However, you know, I spoke with the CEO of this company recently and sounded a little bit more uh, confident than I typically hear him sound. And I know that's not an indication of good good news, you know, being on its way, but I know assays are pending and I got to believe they at the very least like what they're seeing coming out of the ground. I know that you were at this project recently. So without giving it away, I would encourage everybody to click on the link that we'll provide. And, and look, the bottom line is, if you don't make any money on this, we'll give you your money back. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, right? Worst case scenario is you might learn a thing or two. Um, best case scenario, you might make some money on us. And um, I look, I, 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 I think that we're biased because we're supporters and shareholders of this company and have been from very early on. But I think it's as good a play in the gold space as any for 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 not just what's there, but for the exploration upside that potentially um, could be unlocked here in the next couple of weeks. We'll see. Well, the video goes sort of through that a little bit about how uh, we've been involved, uh, financed it early and how many gold projects don't work. Right. So um, it talks about how I've been intimately involved with it. And, you know, what's the old saying? Uh, gold mines a hole in the ground with a, with a liar staying on top, standing on top. Right. And uh, it, it's very blunt about the fact that most gold mines, most gold investments, you know, don't work out, especially early stage speculative ones. And so um, it takes you through uh, the things, the boxes you're talking about that need to be checked to make a, a quality gold investment or, or speculation. And um, yeah, it's boots on the ground. It's it's footage of the, the tour. And I guess speaking of footage and, and you were saying you spoke to the CEO, you know, the, the company's pretty active on social media and um, they were posting photos of some of the core that has now gone to the lab and, and which we'll likely see results for soon. And the comments that accompanied that, and, and this isn't, you know, inside stuff. I mean, they put this yeah. on their social media, so it's part of the public record, was, um, you know, some of the, the, the geologic geologic you know terms that they they, they look for and, and and then the comment was exactly what we like to see right and they know what they like to see because uh they've hit this high grade on the project before so that bodes well as well check 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 let's talk lithium <laughs> still bullish Absolutely. I mean, Goldman gosh. Sachs is still wrong. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> some of these stocks are, are, are ripping. Um, you obviously will talk about, you know, Patriot battery metals and, and, and 
maybe give us an update there. But, you know, there's other ones. Um, you know, Piedmont Lithium is is mm-hmm. now listed on the NASDAQ and is, is over like 60 bucks. Alchem uh, might have hit a new 52-week high today before we recorded this and, mm-hmm. and has reported results recently. And, you know, prices, uh, you know, the Chinese prices that we see are still up around 69 or $70,000 a ton of lithium carbonate. And so... Um, just an absolute dearth. I feel like a broken record. Like we say the same thing every week, but you know, for a while I was talking about this IEA report that said, you know, we needed 50 new lithium mines, but benchmark was out benchmark, uh, is minerals. It minerals or yeah, or ben- ben- benchmark uh, research. I'm sorry, benchmark yeah, minerals sorry. is a company that just raised like 180 million dollars. Like, oh no, benchmark the, re- the research company yeah. is out this 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 week. I think with a new report saying we need even more than that, right? And they're the ones who've got their finger on the pulse of the, the gigafactories and the inputs that are needed. And so it's not going away anytime soon. And um, it's across the board, right? It's the the mining, it's the refining the the production, the processing, right? Turning it into the refined products that are needed to go on the batteries. I mean, there's no place to get this uh, other than China, which has a stranglehold on it. And so um, I think people are starting to, to realize that more and more, and especially when a lot of things aren't working in the market and you have something that is invested, tends to tend, it tends to attract more investment dollars. So um, all that to say, I'm pretty bullish on, on lithium and, and I think it'll be in a bull market for some time to come. And I want to make sure I credit um, the right group. So it's Benchmark Mineral Intelligence. As Simon Moore over there does phenomenal research. Anybody that's looking for a non-biased, educated, and well-researched take on the critical metal space would be well-served uh, subscribing to one of the many services that they provide. The information, the research is top-notch. And bottom line is, They've been right where a lot of people have been wrong, and they've been right where a lot of people have been wrong for a very long time. So, yeah, long-winded way of saying, go give those folks a look. Um, they, they're, they're, it's worth the time. And, yeah, I, I love making money against Goldman Sachs anytime they put out, you know, a bullshit opinion like the one they did with their lithium report. So, yeah, I'll just keep that there. I know you're just a patriot. Go ahead. I'll just read it real quick because it just came out on September 6th. It says more than 300 new mines could need to be built over the next decade to meet demand for electric vehicle and energy storage batteries. According to Benchmark, at least 348 new mines for graphite, lithium, nickel, and cobalt are required to meet demand by 2030. You know, that's, um, again, broken record, but 2035 is not that long away. And um, getting that many new mines uh, identified, de-risked, funded, permitted, constructed, it's just going to take longer than that. And so if you can't come up with that amount of mines, then the market does what the market does and, and creates a price environment that incents that stuff to come on faster, right? And and that's why I think we're so bullish. No, look, and then you, you mentioned Patriot Battery Metals, and so let's get right into it. I am no longer the only crazy one that thinks that this company will one day be worth 4 to $5 billion. There was some research that was put out earlier this week. I had a conversation with a private equity investor off the record here recently that you know, gentleman that's done billions and billions in transactions. And he said, look, this has got 30 to 50 bucks written all over it within the next couple of years. And (laughs) what does Patron decide to do? Because they only had 50 kilometers of trend perspective for lithium bearing spodumene and pegmatites, right? Um, They went and got another eight kilometers on the west end of the Corvette district. So 
I mean, a lot of runway there. I, I don't want to sound like a broken record and get into all the reasons why I think Patriot is going higher. But Patriot is going higher unless the world markets collapse. And again, as I said last week, if that's the case, we all have bigger problems than Patriot battery metals pulling back a little bit. There's even some Me Too companies going on there in Quebec. Um, I was reading, you know, uh, companies are starting to come in and stake land uh, around the property, right? And, and and they're making plays out of that. So um, it's definitely attracting uh, attention. And um, one last thing um, that I've said multiple times, and I continue to see uh, all these advertisements and all this clickbait about um, new types of batteries and, um, you know, new minerals that are magic the materials. Death of Elon. Or, right. Um, yeah, magic materials or whatever, you know, the, the advertising is that are going to replace this. Like, it's just not, folks. Like, even this benchmark thing that we were just talking about is taking into account um, the volume of recycled lithium is we're still going to need dozens and dozens and dozens of new mines in the next dozen years. And um, it's lithium that they're talking about, right? They're not talking about whatever, pick your flavor, right? The sodium batteries or, you know, whatever it is that, that people are writing about. Like, um, <laughs> the, 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 audio, the automakers and the battery manufacturers have committed to the lithium ion battery. And there might be, you know, tweaks to the cathodes and the anodes and, and, and ways to reduce maybe the amount of cobalt or nickel by a little bit, but you are not replacing the fact that the entire world um, auto market manufacturers in Europe and North America and Asia have committed to the lithium ion battery, which, as I said a couple of podcasts ago, and you credited me for being so astute, is lithium. <laughs> you know, it's right there. It's right there in the name. <laughs> Mind blown. You know who's not very astute? I, I And again, I mean, they do this to themselves every week, it seems like. But we got to talk the Trump criminal organizations. Cause it looks like Trump was like the head of a mob family, man. Steve Bannon was just charged with money laundering and conspiracy for the build the wall scheme where he was taking donations and money from people using immigrants as, you know, the scapegoat and, and you know, threatening Americans by scaring them, saying that the immigrants were going to come and rape and pillage and take it all. And the only way to stop that was to send him money so he can build a wall. Well, apparently he was doing, allegedly, more than just building a wall with those funds. So now he is under arrest and has been indicted on federal charges. Um, you know, so that it was, it was sealed. They, they must have unsealed it. Yes. And, and let me, I, I stand corrected. He dodged the federal charges when President Trump pardoned him for those. And so now he's being brought to state court in New York to face similar charges on a six count indictment that includes money laundering, conspiracy and scheming to defraud for his alleged role in We Build the Wall, a group that raised at least 15 million to construct a barrier along the border with Mexico, but skimmed the donations. Can't make this up, folks. And and yet, look, there's there's still people that will go and and literally beat other people up on behalf of the Steve Bannons of the world. I mean, it it, it it's a crazy time we live in, Nick. It's it's so tribalistic. It's so fascinating to me just how brainwashed such you know so many parts of our of our of our civilization are it's 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 insane on both sides right you talked last week about nancy pelosi's husband and 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 you know the insider trading that goes on there and 
Look, there's people on the left that are that are willing to do different things also that that just boggle my mind. But yeah, the Trumpster and his merry merry crew of of, uh, of criminal conspirators continue to provide um, fodder on an almost weekly basis. And look, Mr. Trump now is uh, he's he's promising to pardon the people that were attacking the police and the people that were rioting on January the 6th. And, you know, um, if, if he's elected again, if he decides to run. So just crazy times, folks. The volatility is not going to slow down any is what I'm trying to tell you. I have to look up on the filing deadline. That's when we need to know when he's going to run or if he's going to run. I, I'm sure we'll hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm confident we'll hear about it. There's one thing the Trumpsters not shy on. It's uh, making sure he draws attention to his next move, right? <laughs> yeah, and the media will be there to cover it. We know, and the media will be there to cover it. So let's talk. Let's talk markets again. Um, we like to talk about where the puck is going. We talked about lithium as a battery metal, as the battery metal, but we have to talk copper if we're going to talk where the puck is going. I saw your research report that has copper trading around the six dollar a pound level by twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty five is right around the corner. Those two years fly by quickly. What are you watching in the copper space that you really like, Nick? Values that maybe during this recent consolidation or it's kind of stand out to you. And I know we don't want to give away the farm, but for those that listen that at least want to do some research on some quality copper companies, where would you point them to other than resourcestockdigest.com? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, well, you know, back up the, the train for a second. I had told you a couple of weeks ago that I sold Rio Tinto mm -hmm. um, because, you know, Honestly, when you face a global economic slowdown like we're facing, commodities get soft. And, and we've seen that in the copper price. So I don't have it in front of me, but um, it's pulled back from certainly near $5 it was a couple of months ago as um, lots of uh, commodities have come down. You know, gas prices have been coming down. Lumber's been softening. And so that's just natural for frankly, the recession that we're in. And that's going to last for a couple of more quarters, right? You have demand destruction and uh, people don't get pulled up on commodities. Even the, the entire CRB uh, commodity index has uh, pulled back. And so um, I, I would have to say that that was the right decision for the time, yep. right? I think Rio Tinto was above $60 when we sold it for a profit, by the way. Um, and it's now down closer to $50. And so um, there's a lot of big names you can look at. I mean, that's a good long-term place to be for, for copper, like the Rio Tintos and the, the, the Freeports of the world. I know you were asking me about smaller companies. And so, um, I'll give you just one that, you know, is in the portfolio that I finance personally, and you probably wrote a check for too. And that's a Gila copper, Absolutely. um, it, which is. I've got several projects and, and has identified this anomaly on, on one of them that's going to be drilled out either later this year or early next year, and that the management team is is highly confident that the the anomaly is going to you know turn into a, a deposit. And so, um, it's multiple shots on goal in, in safe jurisdictions, which is important for the the reasons we just talked about. Uh, you know, not having the the stranglehold on supply in in, in Asia. Um, and so it's in the Western U.S. They have project in, in Canada as well. And it's an incredibly cheap valuation that's thinly traded with a good share structure. So, you know, off the top of my head, I'd have to say it's probably a six or seven million market cap company. It's extremely cheap um, for the projects that it has, especially because one of them has a, a resource on it, uh, the Canadian project. A robust one. So, yeah. Um, 
they don't need to raise money, though. Of course, all juniors would at, at higher prices if they had the opportunity. But um, they have a couple of million bucks to, to drill this anomaly I'm talking about. And, and for me, that's a pretty high quality speculation, you know, given the right time frames, which you always mention. Right. You know, if it takes two years, you're talking about 2025, uh, then I'm fine with that. I, you know, I'm not so sure it's going to go gangbusters in the next six months. But um, as they execute and as they drill and, and if copper gets to the six dollars you're talking about, the that report mentioned that I think it's fantastic speculation. I, I couldn't agree more. And that's actually the, the, the project in Nevada is a project I may go visit next month. Another company that has um, a, a project, a lithium project, the Gemini project that I really like in Nevada is Nevada Sunrise. And so I may, I may do a site visit with Nevada Sunrise, Aguila Copper, and possibly one other name that I really, really like, Almadex Minerals, which is basically trading near cash. And has, you know, a project, a zinc silver project that has, you know, billions of dollars of metal in the ground. They have royalties on all sorts of great projects. And, and, and by the way, they're also onto a discovery in Nevada, a gold discovery that they own 100% of. So looking to see if we can do a multi-day, multi-company, multi-asset tour in the next couple of months, a large uh, part of that would depend on whether or not we're able to find that elusive brine in Nevada with Nevada Sunrise. And if that's the case, I mean, we, we started talking about Nevada Sunrise here when it was three cents about a year ago when we wrote a check at three cents and then it went to 10 cents and we said it could go to 20. And then I think a couple of weeks ago, we said, look, it's pulled back to 20. We think it can go to 40 and 50 in short order. Well, here it is at 34, 35 cents. And I think that- It did hit 40 briefly. It, it did, it did. You know, it's, it's, it's right at 34, 35 cents today. Would not surprise me if in the next week or two as drilling commences, that stock surges higher past the 50 cent level. And excellent, excellent, excellent speculation on lithium. And by the way, they have some copper assets and a gold asset that I really like as well. Three cents to 40 cents is good work if you can get it. Better if you can get it with five cent and 10 cent and 16 cent warrants along the way up, right? It's uh, again, you know, it, it, is it worth waiting a couple of years for a three cent play to go to 40 cents? I mean, I mean everybody's different, right? I'll, I'll, I'll write that check every day of the week, every day of the week. What else you got in your mind, Nick? Oh, gosh. What do you want to talk about? Um, it's going to be a cold uh, winter in Europe. I, yeah, well, did, I guess it was you who put it on the list because it wasn't me. They're talking about they're talking about price caps now, right? Um, which is you know not a way to control a market. So um, you know, natural price discovery is always best. And um, I heard somebody say you know if they're going to limit the price of electricity in Europe and in Switzerland or England or elsewhere, then a lot of people are just going to set up Bitcoin mining shops. <laughs> Electricity is capped. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, right? You got to have uh, free market solutions. And, and and I would point back to you know the discussion we've had previously about how self-inflicted this um, energy crisis is that, um, you know, you shied away from the assets that, that, that you know, could truly provide baseload power that isn't um, dependent on, on a pipeline coming from a um, an unfriendly country like like Russia, and so um, did I lose my train of thought there. What else was I going to say? Um, gosh, what was I going to say? Well, here I'll um, step in while it comes back to ahead. you. So, so in the famous words of Rahm Emanuel, right, longtime Bill Clinton advisor, never let um, a never let a good uh, a good natural disaster go to waste. Right. So here we are. Europe's in the midst of you know 
one, it's hot, and, and, and then two, it's going to be very cold here soon. But here's what Switzerland's trying to do. And this, in case you think that it's just the U.S. government that's corrupt and, you know, is, is, is uses every opportunity to try to gain more control. Switzerland wants to put people in jail if they raise their gas heating system past 66.2 degrees Fahrenheit. Up to three years in jail and a $30 daily rate as a fine is what they're looking to impose possibly utility companies may also be penalized if they deliberately exceed their gas quotas i mean this is absolute madness this is this the is country that, that allows international criminal rings to like hide money and have bank accounts in it they're going to put you in jail for your thermostat for for having it above 66.2 degrees Fahrenheit. And they say that water can only be heated up to 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Or you can go to jail for up to three years. As if it wasn't insult enough to the, to, to, to the people, to the citizenry. The fact that they, 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 they're exposed and vulnerable to this catastrophe because of the stupidity of government and the inaction and the policies that they undertook. Now, now that it's hitting the fan, you want to lock up the same people that don't want to freeze? This, it's just lunacy to me what's going on around the world as it relates to the major institutions and governments all around the world. It's just nuts to me, Nick. It is crazy. And, you know, um, I guess a couple of things. Let me say first what, what I lost my train of thought on before. You know, it's interesting to see how um, the the climate doesn't matter when you get in a pinch, right? Like the Germany is content just to, to burn coal, right? And um, and increasing amounts of it, right, to keep the lights on. So it, it's amazing how the, the climate goes away. Nobody's talking about carbon credits. Um, you know, nobody's talking about clim climate goals when they're when they're uh, so desperate to keep the lights on. And then um, the other thing I'd say is that yeah, it's madness and it's and it's lunacy. But you, you know, there's certain groups who will uh, take this all the way to the extreme and call it like a conspiracy, right? Like this is how they're going to control you. Um, et cetera. And I'm not necessarily sure that's the case. I think it's more ineptitude, right? Um, you know, I don't think it was planned out to have electricity shortages to, you know, come in and, and monitor what your thermostat is set out. And you'd have to have your uh, thermostat linked up to, to the grid for them to be able to figure out. Like, you'd have to have a smart thermostat and your hot water heater would have to be monitored. I'm not exactly sure how they would pull that off. But, you know, there's people that, that, that will be saying, you know, um, this is New World Order stuff, global government uh, stuff that it was, you know, planned sort of like they did with the coronavirus. So I didn't and, and I'm not necessarily sure that's the case. You know, I had I wrote my monthly issue this week and I was writing a lot about that because um, sorry to jump around topics. But we were talking about the Silver Symposium last week and, and the sort of crowd that was there. And, um, and, and, and I did a YouTube video while I was there that, that has since come out. We can post a link to that, but I was reading the comments and it's all about, you know, wake up. More people need to wake up. More people need to stack physical only like stocks are where it's at. And, you know, for me, I, you know, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm pretty awake. You know, I get up before dawn every day <laughs> and, um, uh, I've been through the whole, you know, um, Jekyll Island creation of the Fed, you know, I know about all that. I know about the delinking of the the currency from gold that Nixon did. You know, I know about the the Great Reset. Like, I'm not blind to this stuff, right? But at the same time, you know, if this was some massive planned thing of global elites, you think they'd have like a website about it that's like, you know, 
greatreset.com? Like, do you think they would allow you to post these videos on YouTube that were like calling out their plan? If it's like that organized and they're, they're coming to microchip you and, uh, you know, strip you of all your, your, your freedoms and, and privacy and things like that. No, Nick, like, they're I, not going to invite you to the orgy if you keep talking like this. <laughs> and so anyway, uh, all, all that to say that, you know, I'm, We'll see if anybody gets locked up in, in, in Switzerland. But, you know, think about it more as the ineptitude of government and, and how you can uh, potentially profit from it as opposed to uh, why it's a, you know, a conspiracy or anything like that. And sorry, I'm going to jump topics one more time because you see they're holding people in jail in Alabama. It is in Alabama. I think it is women, pregnant women to protect their fetuses. Have you seen that story? I've seen a lot of stories the past several weeks in Texas, in Oklahoma, of exactly what I thought would happen with the overturning of Roe versus Wade and states adopting a zero tolerance policy as it relates to women's reproductive health options. It's been disturbing. Um, yeah, don't don't get me going on that rant again. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I, I, yeah. They're not charging them with crimes. Like they haven't been convicted. They're saying that these women were on drugs, and so they're they're holding them in prison to protect the the fetuses. I mean, it's absolutely insane. Anyway, it is absolutely insane. Um, that line, by the way, about you not being invited to the orgy comes from Thor. So I took my three boys and and my wife and I. We went to go see Thor, and I'm thinking it's you know Marvel comic and and you know great movies. I love the Marvel brand. They do a phenomenal job, and so. We're watching the movie and there's this scene with Russell Crowe who plays Zeus in the movie. And Thor is petitioning um, for Zeus to intervene because all these gods are being killed. And Russell Crowe gets up and he says, don't interrupt me or you're not going to get invited to the orgy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think next week we're, when we're at the Beaver Creek Precious Metal Summit, we're doing all our live video interviews. That's going to be my, uh, my tagline. <laughs> it's like... Would you like to be invited to the orgy? <laughs> Only if it's an orgy of profits. <laughs> an orgy of profits. And if that's not the name of this episode this week, I'm going to be upset at somebody. I'm making an executive decision, whoever names these things. I think it's you, Nick. It's got to be an orgy of profits. It's got to be that. But I was, I, was, I was died. I thought it was an absolutely hilarious line and... Anyhow, that's my childish sense of humor kicking in. Um, we'll see what the search optimization people have to say about that. Yeah, we'll, 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 I'll ask the team. We'll see what they say. Um, you put something. So, folks, just for anybody that thinks like we, we sit here and we think all week about what we're going to talk about. We literally like put something on a list like 10 minutes beforehand, if that, and um, just get to talking about things. You put on the list this week. He is in me. <laughs> Rapper. <laughs> Rapper as in... Not rapper yes. as in like, you know, yeah, R-A-P-P-E-R. Who, who is in you, Nick? Well, <laughs> the, he would be the, in this case, would be the Lord. And um, <laughs> he may not necessarily be be in me, but um, this is a rapper. And the rapper's name is, uh, he is in me, or at least that's the, his, his stage name. Um, and I got to give a shout out because I know this gentleman and he's just recorded some of his first tracks there on Spotify. I'll have to share some of them with you. But he's a high school friend of mine and um, he was actually a really close friend of mine. And he spent a lot of time in prison, you know, post high school. Mm -hmm. I went off to college, did my thing. He went to prison, uh, did a couple of stints there, got called up in, in, in some things. Um, and it, 
honestly, you know, he's he's a he's a black gentleman. You know, I had done some of the same things that, that he had done in high school, to be sure, and um, have a different path just because yeah. of my place in life, who my parents were, the opportunities I had, etc. And so, anyway, he's always stayed in touch. He wrote me from prison. I wrote him while he was in prison, and um, I got a call from him the other day, and he was out, uh, had been out for a little bit, and he just sounded completely different, right? And he told me that. Um, like in the past year, he had written like 700 songs and he was talking about like finding the Lord and, and how he's had this awakening and um, how he's, you know, done trying to put evil in the world and only wants to put good in the world. And uh, he sounded really sincere. And, um, you know, it was actually a bit of fourth turning stuff. He was talking about he didn't call it the fourth turning. He didn't sure. necessarily know what that was. But he was talking about, you know, how all the people that we went to high school with are basically coming of age and, you know, facing things that you face when you when you come of age, like having to deal with responsibilities, the changing world, etc. And he shared a couple of the songs with me and it's sort of like gospel rapish and, and they're actually quite catchy. So um, last week he was down in Tennessee. He went to a recording studio in nice. Nashville and, and he put some of these tracks down and he's got them on Spotify and I believe on YouTube. Um, and he asked me if I wanted to be his promoter. And I said, well, man, I got a lot going on, but I'll give you a shout out on the podcast at least and, and try to get you some listens on your track. So we'll have to do that and put a link up. So I think his stage name is H-I-I-M. He is in me. And I don't know any of the, the names of the songs off the top of my head, but we'll put a link up. All right. Well, I always say, you know, we, we often talk about the hypocrisy of religion, but when religion is good for you, for used for good, and, and maybe it's not even necessarily religion, just, you know, him, him just coming to a place where, where he's just being more positive, anything that you can use to better yourself uh, coming out of a tough situation is applauded and encouraged. And absolutely, let's put a link up. And, yeah, you know, among other things, I'm a hip hop kid, so I love my hip hop. I would love to, to check out some of the tracks and, and give it a spin. It's pretty good. And yeah, he was, you know, he knows my sort of non-believer status. And, and <laughs> it, 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 it's exactly like that. It's more spiritual than, than religious, I, I would say. But, you know, if, if the Lord is, is what you find and, and that's where you get your, um, you know, your spiritualism from, if that's a word, then that all the more to, to you, you know, other people will talk about finding a purpose, uh, whether that's, you know, meaning in your life or raising a family or your career or even like looking to nature, whatever that is, is you know, fine by me if, it, if it's if it's helping you out. So um, he understood that. And yeah, just check it out. It's pretty good. Love, love it. Love it. What are you watching in the markets this week? And before we go, I want to say Nick and I will both be at the Beaver Creek Precious Metal Summit. I joked about being invited to the orgy. I was kidding everybody, but we will be there next week. It'll be two days of back to back to back meetings and interviews. If any of you happen to be out there, please reach out and say hello. I know that that particular conference tends to be more um, invite-only type. I would encourage anybody that's speculating in the space, especially if you, you're new to the space, to consider going to the New Orleans Investment Conference where Nick and I will be presenting and actually doing this very podcast, this therapy session live in New Orleans in October. The New Orleans Investment Conference put on by Brian London and his excellent team is my favorite conference of the year. It's a great opportunity to network. The keynotes are always fantastic. The lineup is always great. And if, if anyone hasn't been and is curious, reach out, send an email, post a comment up. Uh, we'll see about trying to get you a discounted price. And uh, I encourage everybody to get out there. It was the very first exposure I had to meeting and networking with people in the resource space way back in 2007 or 2008. And everything just kind of took off for me from there, right? It, it, it clicked for me and it, it, it's something that I took well 
too. And so, yeah, long-winded way of saying if you can't go to Beaver Creek next week, see us in New Orleans. Come out and say hello. Um, We'd love to meet some of you. I'll have to start making some dinner reservations because that's the other part of getting to go to New Orleans for a couple of days is hitting the town and getting some of that good, good golf food and, and seafood and all that good stuff. Um, what am I watching in the markets? We didn't talk much about uranium, so let me throw that out there real quick. Do I it. saw um, uh, Joe Weisenthal or, or Wiesenthal is uh, you know a podcaster at Bloomberg and, and tweeter in chief over there and um, gets a lot of flack for, for all sorts of stuff he tweets about monetary policy and, and just, I guess, towing the, the line of the establishment. But um, one of the first things I saw this morning was him tweeting about uranium and uh, a Bank of America report that came out that said, you know, this isn't a flash in the pan. This is uh, sort of a new paradigm. Um, he was hashtagging uh, the uranium ETF, for example. And so um, the uranium trade is percolating through the masses. And um, I shouldn't say catch fire here soon, but it is. <laughs> no, um... no, don't catch fire. Sir. <laughs> Do the opposite of catching fire. I, I... I think the price discovery for uranium is coming, given all the conditions that are that are going on the in, going on in the world. So, like lithium, it's one of those bright spots in a dull market. And then, uh, continue to be extremely cautious. I, I mentioned an elevated VIX that seems to be, uh, you know, putting it a new level higher than it was while we had this you know June rally, this bear market rally. Um, uh, talk about GDP for a second. If you look at the, like the Atlanta Fed's nowcast, um, <laughs> they had, and I mentioned this in, in weeks prior, they had it up around two and a half percent. And the estimate that came out on September 7th was, was back down closer to 1%, continue to say that GDP will come in closer to zero or 1% than, than two or 3% for the quarter that we're in. Um, and just continue, I, th- I think, to hold cash on the, on the safe, the broad market side. I mean, um, there's not a lot to, to like out there. Um, I mean, literally, literally the, the Bed Bath & Beyond CFO committed suicide last week. I mean, he jumped out of a window facing pump and dump charges. And so, you know, this meme stock mania, I think, is coming to an end. I, I don't think uh, earnings are, are going to be good in the in the, in the the quarter we're in. And um, I just think that we're in a bear market. So sorry to be so pessimistic, but, the, but that's how I'm seeing things, at least on, on the broader market. And so I'd be watching the VIX. I'd be watching that that ten year, um, and I'd be watching sort of GDP estimates. Buy Patriot Battery Metals. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all I got for this week, Nick. I will be watching the lithium space. Um, I, I just wrote the monthly letter here this past week and, and said as much to subscribers. Lithium and uranium is 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 where the bulk of my portfolio is 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 allocated towards right now. Um, in dollar terms and in terms of as far as shares go, I have some gold positions that I keep on um, for the for the mid to long term and some copper positions because midterm, I also really like copper. But I think if we're talking the next quarter, the next three months, yeah, major indices likely are headed down lower and lithium and uranium are likely going to catch fire uh, some more in, in the words of Mr. Nick Hodge here. So yeah, keep an eye on those two sectors. Lots of money to be made still. And um, I think the recent consolidation, the uranium names has been a healthy one. And I think the entry points at these levels are, are, are excellent. If you have at least a year to be able to hold these plays and let it catch. Well said, sir. That's all I got this week, everybody. We will see you all next week. Have a great week. I am Gerardo Del Real along with Mr. Nick Hodge. This was therapy session number 185, otherwise known as... 
bizarro world. Say something nice to the people, Nick. See you, folks. Hey there, you independent-minded investor. If you like this video, make sure to tell us so by clicking the like button below. Subscribe to our channel so you never miss another one. And share it with everyone you know on social media. You can also click the link in the description below to check out more information-packed videos just like this one. Thanks for watching.